0: Check
1: it out. I call it. Yeah. 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 For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters. I call it. brothers
2: with daughters I call it's your girl, Simone, and you are tuned into yet another episode of Bonnets and Do Rags, a pillow talk podcast. Um, I did just want to start out and say, Uh, If you haven't found out already, I am currently streaming on iTunes. I submitted my application to be running on Apple Podcasts, and I finally got submitted, and we're up and running. So now you can listen to the podcast on the go, on the train, in your car, without the interruption like how we have with SoundCloud. But if you're listening on SoundCloud, thank you so much for being loyal. I appreciate you. Make sure that you're subscribing and you're rating this podcast on iTunes so we can keep this thing going. Uh, awesome. Some other housekeeping items that I wanted to mention, I'm having a, a networking happy hour called The Dot Connectors um, on June 27th at Atwood Sports Bar and Lounge. Um, it's free to get in, but I need your RSVP. Um, And it's from 6 to 10, and we have some great specials. We have $5 uh, well drinks and wine and frozen drinks and all that good stuff. So come out. Make sure that you're out here networking with other creatives and professionals in our space and in your industry. And also, I have a super special announcement that I'll be making at the end of this episode, so make sure that you stay tuned. Okay, so... Today's episode is all about black fatherhood and the importance of having black fathers in our lives. Um, I've been super blessed to have a present black father in my life, so I'm dedicating this episode to my amazing father, James, who molded and scolded me into being the woman that I am today. Um, I love him to pieces and he is my inspiration. So, I shout also. Out, shout out to Pop. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Pop. Shout, shout out to beautiful. Simone's Pop. Um, but I also have two other amazing dads here on the show. So, I have thank Jordan and Naj. You. So thank you. Thank you no, for coming. Would I would I would I would I. So, this episode is has been a long time coming, for me and Jordan at least. Um, and I was searching for a second guest last minute, actually, yesterday. and. The power of Twitter, man! I'm telling you, like Naj well, pulled up and was like, "Oh, all right, I could do this. I'm a black mm-hmm. dad. This is great."
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so yeah, so I want you guys to go ahead and individually um, introduce yourself, where you're from, you know, what you've got going on, what your social media handle is, and who your kids are. Like, tell me about <laughs> your kids. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, well, my name is Naj. Um, my Twitter handle is Naj dope. Um, I'm also an artist. My artist name is Naj is dope. Um, just speaking on the um, the power of twitter is crazy cuz i actually am already familiar with jordan through twitter and i didn't know that he was the other guest that would be here when Hashtag i like we here. met on twitter yep. <laughs> and we met as black dads on twitter not right. even, oh my god tell know, me more <laughs> it wasn't even on some like you know like a random other topic it was like based on our daughters it was get
2: out look
3: at this co- this
2: real life dot connector yep. over here um, look what at happened? this connection. somebody retweeted
1: him I posted a picture of me doing my daughter's hair or trying Uh to do my daughter's hair. Which like
2: went fake viral.
1: For fake For fake. <laughs> But then he commented And he was like Yo he gave me advice What was it You told me Oh to, uh, yeah Cause he
3: was like Oh I'm trying to Like I guess he was like Having a little bit of Yo I was, I was
1: trying to get her Plats out Like I was mm-hmm. trying to get plats, And he gave me advice To
3: put I think it was like Coconut like, put oil. some oil in it And then I was like You know <laughs> Give us something to distract her Yeah it's like they uh-huh. think About it too much And, and that's you know. a fact
1: And then I went on his page And I saw his daughter's name Had to do with Game of Thrones and then my mm. daughter's name is well, so I commented. I was oh like, yo,
3: my, yeah. my daughter got the same, and we just, from there. Wait, yeah. so what are your
2: daughter's names? So
3: my daughter, this is Naj, my daughter's name is Khaleesi. Aww. Yeah. And this is Jordan, my daughter's name is Arya. That is so yeah. cute. Honestly, Wait. those are two of my favorite characters on the show. Fact. Wow. <laughs> That's a fact. You make so. me
2: want to watch Game of Thrones, I've never watched
0: it. You're yeah. bogging.
2: Um, I've heard it's great, but the thing is, though, I'm overwhelmed by how many seasons there are. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. feel like yeah. it's going to take me the whole summer.
1: Yo. What? I binge watched it mm-hmm. between my job, home, mm-hmm. and a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seven seasons seven in a fever? week. I you didn't do any work. You're a I might <laughs> have done like two weeks. I <laughs> <have> done <laughs> two. Nah, I did a week. The bare I was, minimum at work. I made sure I got passed. like my manager wasn't bothering me. I watched the whole thing in a week. Cause I started on season seven.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Like my daughter's mom is like OD Game of yeah, Thrones fans. Same here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she was like, yo, you
0: gotta watch, you gotta watch it. So <laughs> I started man.
1: season seven, episode one.
3: After episode, one, I was like, Nah, I got started from the beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I just same here, oh whole my thing. Goodness. I started when I found out. After I found out that my girlfriend was pregnant, so really? you know, we was talking about it. She was like, You know, I like this name. Uh, you know, I like the show. Matter of fact, we hadn't even thought of the name
0: mm-hmm.
3: prior to me watching it. She just wanted me to watch it, and then as I was getting into it, I'm like, Wow, like, you know, connecting the dots and really just getting into like the multi layers of the show. And then we both just grew to just love it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then when it came name time, Khaleesi just yeah. stood out. Yeah. This it is was a no brainer. This yeah. is it. And that means Aww. queen. That means queen in a Dothraki language, which is like a fictional language that uh-huh. they created for the show. But like, so Khaleesi is just the word that means queen. Like the way we say queen, what up, mm-hmm. queen? Elizabeth Like whatever. yes queen like yes Khaleesi Yes, yes. Ooh, I like that <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. That is beautiful yep, Wait yep. so
2: you didn't even Introduce yourself So people oh, Don't even know who you are
1: <laughs> My name is Jordan On Twitter My name is Joe Popo um, That's really I just be on Twitter talking Can I Can I curse? Yeah I be on Twitter, <laughs> be on, be on Twitter talking shit That's really it But um, yeah Joe Popo um, New father Surely, yeah, I don't got much to say.
2: Aww. So, how old are your kids?
3: My daughter is seven months. Seven months. And yeah, my she daughter was, is six months. Oh,
2: yeah. my God. My daughter was born
3: on Halloween, actually. Uh, December 1st. Yeah. You
2: guys have to have a play date. Like, you <laughs> have, have to. <laughs> have I'm so. with it. I'm and with send it. me yeah, a picture, because yeah. that is so cute. You
3: got to set that up. Aww. Yeah. That's like divine intervention right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: So, okay, so let's jump into this fatherhood thing. So, when did you first find out, and, like, what were your first thoughts? Like, were you scared? Were you excited? Was this planned? Was it unplanned? Well, I, like, I bought the pregnancy test. Take me test. through that.
3: So I you brought the pregnancy yeah, test. I okay. bought it, so I wasn't. You know, I, I was definitely trying to figure it out. You mm-hmm. know, um, I found out, I guess maybe a week after Valentine's Day okay. in 2017, and um, I already, on, honestly, it's already. It, it's always been a thought in my mind to have a child, like with the birthday of Halloween. Uh huh. So once I found out. I'm like, oh, I started doing the math already. Like, okay, like, hmm, okay. You know, my little, um, my hangover um, thing with the arithmetic flowing <laughs> in the air. So I'm like, all right, like, she could possibly come out on Halloween. Uh-huh. Like, oh, shoot. Sure. But um, I was excited. Um, uh, My girl, she was, like, a little shocked. So she had a couple tears flowing or whatever. But Aww. I just reassured her that we would be good, you know, mm-hmm. and just, like, I think she just... You know, I think every woman, especially like in today's society, you just like need that reassurance from that man that, you know, like he's going to be by your side, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they claim that they'll be there. And then it's like, you're not really sure when when the time comes, if that person is really going to be able to lock in and be that responsible to take care of a whole nother human, Mm -hmm. you know, like on that level. So because you don't really know people on that level until it's time to really like really 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 do it. it So. I mean I think you know, I've had I had experience with it. Um like my little sister was born when I was twelve. Okay. So and um, so I grew up pretty much like halfway raising her, mm-hmm. doing her hair, you know, taking her to school, picking her up, stuff like that. So changing diapers. So you've stuff been like doing that. hair
2: for some time yeah, now. Yeah. But you guys can't see it, but Naja's wearing a bonnet because he has the two strand <laughs> twist in right now. I am just so proud <laughs> yes, as a natural. Yes, like. This
3: is my girlfriend's bonnet. Yep. <laughs> and um, he
2: did it himself. Yep. Okay. I did a two
3: strand twist myself. When, <laughs> when I started growing my hair, it was like, I don't know, it just, I was like in a, in a, kinda of like a depression type of state. Mm. And it was something that growing my hair came out of me kind of being like in that state. And it was like something that I could do to like get to know to myself more, you know. You I know. never grew my hair. Like even as a child, I never had braids. So it was just something that, you know, I just got to know myself, got to love myself, mm-hmm. you feel me, moisturizing ooh, it, just ooh, getting yes. into the routines. Like it really helped out. Like just the to ask,
1: did it start when you found out about your daughter? Nah, I, I was already growing ooh, before my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. What about you, Jordan?
1: Um so I found out. My, my life is—I've been a little wild boy when it comes to that. So <laughs> okay. when, when I found out, it wasn't really a shock.
2: Wow! <laughs>
1: it was more of a like this again type thing. Wait,
2: you have more than one child?
1: <laughs> oh no 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 no! Oh no, okay. No, no. I'm just saying I've had scares. Oh, oh
0: okay. okay. Oh, yeah.
1: the so scares are repetitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So um, with my daughter's mom, it was like she was avoiding me for like a, a week mm. cause she just didn't want to break it like she didn't want to say we've had you know things in the past where things came up and she just didn't want to announce it so I hit her up I'm like yo what's good with you like why are you like why are you being mad you know, short why are you hitting me up like you're not really fucking with me Yeah. and then she was like I'm pregnant, and I was like,
0: Oh, she
2: texted that,
1: yeah, nah, because <laughs> she didn't want to tell me, but I okay. kept pressing her about it because oh, it was okay. like a full week, it's just her not talking to me, and she was dealing with it how she dealt with it. Because you know, things have happened where she, um, we've dealt with situations where she wasn't really ready to bring it up, uh-huh. and so she, at this point, she wasn't, and then she brought it up, and I was like, Okay, like, I was like, Oh, to myself, I didn't say it in text, but to myself, I was like, Oh, and I was like, Oh, I was like, oh all right, cool. Because it's just happened so many times. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, whatever.
2: So you kind of already mentally prepared yourself for it anyway. So.
1: Kind of, sort of. Okay. It's, it's not something you could prepare for. Okay. But since it has happened in the past a couple of times, it was kind of like, you know what happens when you lay down. Right? Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> you know the repercussions of yeah, having yeah. sex. So. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay.
3: But um, I knew mine was coming. I think I left it in that night. Honestly. <laughs> You're <laughs> annoying. Yo, the thing is.
0: <laughs>
1: She was conceived after an internet concert that we went to for Valentine's Day.
3: Oh, all right.
1: So it wasn't really, it
3: wasn't planned. (laughs) My daughter was conceived after Beyonce announced that she was pregnant with the twins. (laughs) So that same night. (laughs) That same day. I was like, all right. Shoddy hit me like, ooh, can we go to Red Lobster? Oh, cheddar <laughs> biscuits, cheddar yep. biscuits, Beyonce. biscuits Beyonce. Without Beyonce, I would not have a daughter right
2: now. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Beyonce. <laughs> shout, out, thank shout, out, shout, shout out
3: to the Beehive. <laughs> shout out to <the> Beehive. <laughs> shout out to Beehive and the internet for shout out to beehive.
2: <laughs> helping y'all keep, conceive these beautiful ass kids. <laughs> absolutely. Like, <laughs> absolutely. So um, how was the pregnancy for you guys? Like obviously you weren't carrying, but you know, you were there supporting the mothers Oof. of your children. How was that? Rough. Rough, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, mine was definitely rough. Mm. Um, it was a, it was, it was just a, it was growing pains, you know, just, you know, just being there every day, just, like, watching the transition, watching the mood, watching, you know, the mood swings, watching a. it's tense. It's tense, you know, because um, then, you know, you realize that you, you're dealing, you don't, you have to remind yourself that you're dealing with someone who is dealing with something that they've never dealt with yeah. ever so before, you, have to be patient. you know, exactly, and... You know, with nine months of that, with nine months of that, it can get, you can lose sight of that sometimes, you know? That's a mm-hmm. long period of time to kind of deal with, like, you know, moodiness, you know, on a different level than you've had it, or, you know, just different emotions coming out. Um, mm-hmm. You also end up, you know, just speaking real, you you com- end up confronting a lot of things that probably you hadn't confronted already mm-hmm. in your relationship prior to that. So now you're like, all right, like, how do we fix this, da 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 that's just like the ins and outs of i'm sure every single pregnancy you know um mm-hmm. trying to adjust you know to making sure that you're ready for when the baby come and different things like the parties my girl's obsessed with like decorating and planning so Aww. any type of general or like the baby shower that stuff was like wreaking havoc on her brain <laughs> so true. anything Ooh, that's stressing her stressing me <laughs> why it's like, you just gotta balance you know woo out all day
2: why? Why?
1: Why? Why did it frustrate you? Cause like I'm not big on celebrations. I don't really celebrate my birthday or oh, anything okay. like that. So when Genderville and Baby Shot came around, it was this whole big soirée, and I'm just like, <laughs> Yo, I'm like, j- okay. I just want I just want a healthy kid. Like yeah. <laughs> all this extra, all this extra shit is extra. Like I don't need right. it. But like he was like he like Naj mentioned with um a big thing of him saying, you know, you kind of expose things that you never talked about in the past. Um. We went to couples therapy in preparation for our daughter because that's we were fine. like, yeah, yeah just because we were like, yo, I need that reference. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but it was it was a thing like. We argue, we go back and forth, but we got to understand, we got to set a precedent for our child as soon as she comes into this world. And so if we have our differences, our understandings, we can argue, but we can't do it in front of her. Mm -hmm. And so we had to go to couples therapy, just individually and as, you know, a couple, just for the simple fact that we have to understand who we are as people. And a lot of people don't understand who they are as people. so it exposed a lot of things that we weren't ready for. To the point where I started going to therapy individually because it was like, yo, like, Got some things to uncover here, yeah. Right. Like, it was a lot of things that I needed to realize. Like, yo, I, I can't raise mm-hmm. somebody in this life. You're gonna project that shit right on them, right. super. You better
0: talk about
1: it, super. Mm-hmm. And so, that was a big thing for wow, me. I'm proud
3: of you. Yeah. That, that's a big That's step. big, right? yeah. that's big to you know, do the work on yourself. So,
1: anybody, if you have a pregnant woman in your life and you're about to bring a child in, go to Couples Therapy. I'll OD recommend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Even if you go to therapy yourself you, You'll yeah. see some things That you ain't realize Yeah it's healthy
2: So how has this experience Changed you as a man?
1: It, I was already changing before like okay. I was going through this whole Trying to figure myself out Type thing uh-huh. But it just Increased it tenfold Like you were like Yo You, you gotta get dead ass right now yeah. Like <laughs> There's no joke There's somebody That's coming into this world That's gonna 100% depend on you For a couple of years And you yeah. have to figure shit out and so, it was like, you know, I was going on this little path trying to figure out, you know, what I want to do in life and who I am as a person and things like that. Because, like I said, we went to therapy and I kind of figured out who I am ain't really who I am. Mm-hmm. And so, it was like, it was a complete 180. And I I appreciate the couple's therapy because I changed before she got here. Like, you know, everybody be like, oh, you change when you have a daughter and stuff like that. It change happened before. Like, okay. It, she cha- it, I had that change right as she was announced that she was coming. So, mm-hmm. it was like. It wasn't because of her, but I'm glad it happened at the yeah, time it did. Yeah, because it helped you catapult And them. so, yeah, yeah. yeah all the way. So it was a big change, like, that whole time. And and then when she came, like, when she was born, it was even faster. Right. Because I'm so I'm used to partying and turning up yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff so like that. So you've grown
2: and matured.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. There's still plenty of things that I have to mature from just for the simple fact that you don't really know how to prepare for a child. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you grow with your child. Mm-hmm. And so it was a thing where... I kind of, on her maternity leave, was still trying to live that life for turning up and stuff mm. like that. And as soon as she went back to work, I was like, yeah, this having a hangover, <laughs> you know, like, that ain't going to work. Clipped, yeah. Yeah, So it was... I've been struggling with that. All, right. All the way, yo. You yeah. got to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning with a hangover
3: to make a bottle. You realize that hangover ain't worth it.
0: Mm-mm. That hangover Mm-mm. not
3: worth it. <laughs> yeah, luckily, I'm more you know. of a smoker than a drinker. Okay. So, like... It, I haven't had to deal with too much of the hangovers but um as far as how it's changed me um the biggest thing that's standing out is um like I'm very overprotective now Mm -hmm. I'm usually someone who's really chill you know very composed calm I think before I speak you know I think before I act I'm always the one like the voice of reason so you're more mindful now yeah but now I'm I'm actually a little bit more edgy. Like, Mm. I feel a little bit more, like, tense. Mm -hmm. Like, um, maybe a couple weeks ago, I was um, going to my boys' crib, and there was, like, a Haitian parade going on Mm -hmm. in Flatbush. And um, there were, like, these three guys pissing on -hmm. the street. But, like, they weren't, like, behind cars or anything. They were just standing, like, facing out into the street on the sidewalk just with their dicks out just pissing
0: Mm-mm. like
3: and i just like the rage in my mind just went like bananas because i had my daughter with me yeah like so i'm like i just started cursing all them. i'm like yo if i am my daughter i will fuck all of y'all up like <laughs> i was just but i don't i don't know i just feel like i just feel so protective of her space and just anything that yeah. just could be like could put her in horror. yeah anything that mm-hmm. could put her in harm automatically you know has me like on edge but um also, you know, the hyper drive when it comes to the motivation and just really trying to lock in and understand that you have to provide stability for a whole other person. Mm-hmm. That means you have to work double time. Mm-hmm. I think that in our 20s, we we getting by barely stabilizing ourselves. We're like, we're cool with being halfway stable and halfway turning up every other night. Like, exactly. you know, we're, we're cool with that. We're good. But once you have the kid, it's like damn, you can't really, like, compromise that no more. Like, it ain't just you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just adjusting with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the biggest thing.
2: So how are you two actively breaking the stigma of black fathers being absentee parents? I know, Naj, you mentioned offline that you were fortunate enough to have your father in your life, but Jordan, you weren't. So, you know, how are you dealing with that?
1: I feel like I overcompensate because I didn't have a father. Mm. So it's to the point where if things are going... You know, not too great with her mother and with arguments, like I said in the past. Um, I felt like it doesn't matter if I had the worst mother of my child in his life. Like, I'm going to be in my child's life just for the simple fact that I know what it feels like to not have a folly in your life. And so. Trying to break that stigma. One, I post my daughter on on Twitter and Instagram. I am like Team aria seven. yo. She
2: <laughs> is so precious. And it's crazy
1: because <laughs> before she was born, I was like, nah, I ain't gonna post it. I don't want people yeah. in my business, da da da. But it's it was the type of thing where like I wasn't really big on love and stuff like that, but it was like an overcoming feeling to where yeah. I had to be like, nah. I don't care who sees it or who doesn't see I'm posting it for me. Like, mm-hmm. I be at work on my own Twitter page going through my media just, just to see at her <laughs> and, I go, and I go on my phone and I look at her Fangirling pictures. Fangirling like, your own Yo, daughter. My, my background, my lock screen is her in a do-rag. Oh, my fire. God. Fire. I
2: love that. That's fire. Wait, I've yeah. seen this photo before. Yeah, but yes, I posted it. I just but, love it so much. And so
1: it's like to break the <laughs> stigma is just... In my personal life, just being present.
0: Uh-huh. doesn't
1: matter what's going on between, you know, myself and her mother and stuff like that. Like, I'd be at her house 25-8 if anything is occurring. i wake mm-hmm. up 3 o'clock in the morning if I have to. i make a bottle. Mm-hmm. Like, her mom carries the weight. But if I'm, I'm assistant coach doing whatever I can. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm always in her, I'm going to be in her life 25-8. Like, it doesn't matter what's going on. Just because I know what it feels like to have that expectation of, you know, in society, you kind of understand, like, your father, that's your dad, da 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 he's supposed to be there. Like, mm-hmm. you build this expectation just so what you see in life as society, that your father is supposed to love you, he's supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm not one to really measure up to expectations, but that's one that I'm going to meet up and supersede. Like, that's one that I feel like no matter what, like, she's going to know her father, Jordan, is there, Jordan, Papa, or whatever you want to call her. like, That man is going to be in her life, so that that's how I'm breaking the stigma. It doesn't matter if the world sees it, but she's gonna know it.
2: That's beautiful.
1: So that's
3: fire. Yes. Um damn. how do I follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> um as far as the stigmas, man, there's there's so many different things that drive me, um, as far as like just my motivation to be a dad. I I had my dad, um, but I I always been, you know, an observer of the world mm-hmm. and just like other people's situations and really try to like just empathize yeah empathize and um try to learn from other people's mistakes you know so with that it always had me observant of different relationships and um I watched a lot of different father-son dynamics um I observed mine my, my, me and my dad have we've had like a great relationship but it's like been rocky and up and down at mm. the same time it's always been great but it's always you know but it's also like had its growing pains you know where we're just, you know, going through the motions. Um, so, as far as the stigmas, I feel like really maybe the biggest thing is just, like, my experiences with women. Mm. Um, and just honestly realizing how all... I, I think I'm able to see that the presence of a father would have probably disabled a lot of the, like, bullshit that I put women You're through. You're probably right. You feel nah. me? And, you don't um, think
2: so? Nah. Why don't you think so?
1: Just we I didn't mean to because you yeah. were a brother, but the nah, simple, yeah, go ahead. this is a simple fact of my father wasn't in my life, but I know who he is, and I feel like if I had that figure in my life, he would just be
3: reinforcing that idea of like how you yeah. treat a woman. Yeah, and my dad did. He, yeah, he yeah. he's the one who taught me how to honestly be a hoe. Yeah. You know, like and my, I, that's my a, dad that's was 100. My I'm first feeling. example, <laughs> like I didn't ever really have an example of how to treat a woman ever, at all, ever, uh, even to this day. You know, like um, I feel maybe my grandfather um but it wasn't like really understanding the, the the dynamics of like respect um wholesomely i feel like men kind of like the old school way they they think that they're giving you respect but it's their perspective and it's very controlling it's Mm -hmm. very degrading very demeaning to the woman's role you know and i feel like i was just realizing like all right like this ain't right that ain't right i'm sure she doesn't feel right about that i'm sure she doesn't feel good about that and i was just like taking all those all those things down Mm -hmm. and i feel like as a dad now i just want to show her what it's like Mm -hmm. you know like i know that it's important to have an example of what things are supposed to be like, mm-hmm. I wish that you know, like I at one point I realized I'm glad my dad and my mom aren't together because I knew my father really? so well. I say that I knew him day. so well. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm glad you're not with my so that mother because this would, that. yeah, I'm glad she didn't have to deal with that for too long. Yo, like <laughs> <would it laughs> I, I, I rather y'all separate. Yeah, and and that you know what type of like. Awareness of somebody's faults, like your father, mm-hmm. you have to actually be to say something like that and really mm-hmm. come to that realization. Like, nah, you're you're good where you're at.
1: Did you did you say it to your father? Like you had yeah, I've definitely with said that um, to him respect. before, and I
3: That's hold respect. him accountable honestly because he still made the same mistakes honestly for a long time. Wow. Not to even put his business out there, but it is what you it is. you got to grow. Yeah, he, nice. and, and I've and I honestly, with our bond has become strong because now he looks for me for guidance mm. really? for things that i learned because of his mistakes Aww. like yo i learned this from your mistakes and now you asking me for this information I so see. it's like I that's love. big you know so now the whole cycle to rotate the, you know the whole thing is switched the whole dynamic and it's like, has changed now he's like yeah. you know trying how can i be more patient with my wife and da oh like my gosh. it's like guy like <laughs> guy <laughs> like like i'll Speechless
1: Nah I respect that OD Just you know? for the fact That the last conversation I had with my father Was like Two three years ago And the last thing I said to him Was don't ever speak To me again Damn And so
2: Does he even know That he has a granddaughter
1: I mean he does Cause his side of the family Is still involved like, Oh okay Um, My aunt Is my godmother And Mm -hmm. so I still speak to her every once in a while Mm -hmm. So she knows My cousin had a baby shower maybe a couple months ago And I brought my daughter there Mm -hmm. And I was kind of concerned about that Because I didn't know if my father would be there Mm -hmm. I 100% tell that man in his face don't touch my kid Mm -hmm. But um Like I respect that I respect you and I respect your father That he's able to come to you Because you know it's kind of humbling for an older
3: man to come to his son And be like yo I need advice on this this and that I think I Sorry to cut you off I think it's like my You know my personality is real Um straight to the chase. I'm not like, I'm very, I've always been like very frank and like upfront about Mm -hmm. how I feel, but I'm also articulate, you know, and Mm -hmm. I also know how to speak to him in a way where, and I've mastered that like respectable teaching, you Mm -hmm. know, like I'm, you know, I'm putting you on, but I'm not talking to you condescending. Mm -hmm. I'm not making you feel like, you know, I'm throwing you under the bus. You know, I'm just, just telling you my experiences and he actually, just continuously texting me like, "Yo, I wish I had the insight you have," or you know, I just feel so inspired when I talk to you. You know, these is from my Definitely. dad. You know, so I'm honestly, I, 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 I would have rather learned these things from him. Mm-hmm. But it is rewarding being able to see him learn from me at this point. You yeah, know? I mean,
1: you breaking the cycle. Yeah, that's, that's, and
3: and and that's I guess the answer to that question as far as the stigma. I feel like I'm already started on that. So now, and the funny thing is, is that his his interactions with my daughter. Are like none other I've seen with any female. Period. <laughs> really. Family woman on the street. I've never seen him show this amount of like affection to and just love to any woman ever in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think you know, for him, you know, he's like trying to be a new man reborn, you know, and trying to, like, take a, a good path. So, you know, I'm proud of him, you know, breaking mm-hmm. a cycle. It's never too late. It's never too late. It sure ain't. It's never too late. It's just on the person, you know, to, like, feel that fire, like, and just want to, you know, like, yo, I got to I gotta fix this. I got to right. fix it.
2: So what's some advice that you would give um, as a new parent, from one parent to another, from one dad to another, from, young, from one young father to another, sure. from one black father to another? What would you say?
3: I would say... um The first thing that comes to mind is because I think as a black man coming up in New York City, we have like a certain temperament that, like, where situations get out of hand quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that is a testament to us also just being willing to compromise our lives at the expense of, you know, something that means something to us at that moment that really don't mean shit. And I think that it's easy to get caught up in that in the moment Mm -hmm. because of how used to it we may be Mm -hmm. as grown men now and I just want to you know say to everybody to like keep reminding yourself that you have a child like Mm -hmm. I had like this premonition the other day of like a situation that didn't actually exist (laughs) (laughs) and I was thinking about like having an argument with this guy that possibly wanted to fight or something like that over something like stepping on my sneaker because that happened recently I stepped on a guy's sneaker and he's looking at me like he want to fight and in my mind I'm like thinking like all right like you may have a gun. I may have a gun. You may have a knife. I might have a knife. Like you really think this is serious enough? Like mm-hmm. you don't have kids? <laughs> like you don't got kids, bro? Like you really want to do this right. right now? Like you don't got nobody to go home to right now? Yeah, Cause gosh. I do, and honestly, <laughs> I might want to fight you, but I'm thinking about my daughter right now, Like I don't even want to fight, bro. Times. I got a daughter. Fuck this problem. Yeah. yeah. So, I just think that you know that's that's probably the biggest one. Yeah. Um, I think my advice to Nah, anybody
1: is just keep going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like for me, like I deal I deal with a lot of self doubt. Like I'm, a lot of a lot of my friends, people think I'm bigger than I am, and so it's like I may doubt myself, but like I like like we've said multiple times on this on this uh, speech, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that, not even a lot of like my daughter, like I I have somebody that I got to work for, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't matter how much self like self doubt I have, I gotta keep going, mm-hmm. and so. Like your conversation Where you talking about Putting your pride aside In the situation Whatever's going on You just Have to keep going
3: Like times Mm -hmm. get
1: hard Times get easy You just gotta keep going Like I made a whole playlist Called motivation That I listen to Every morning when I wake up Just for the simple fact There's times where I don't wanna get out of my bed I don't wanna go to work I hate my job You had that moment Where you kinda
3: just got that dry spell
1: Yeah you just like like, "Ah." Fuck it all Like that's how you feel Uh But I understand I I gotta keep going because this shit bigger than me at this point. Yeah, like there's a whole life in my <laughs> hands, and so to anybody, just keep going. It's hard. I talk about it on Twitter all the time. If you gotta go to the therapist. You gotta talk to whoever. You gotta talk to. Just keep that life going and keep it going because this shit's bigger than you at this point. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Like they ain't asked to be in this world. Like, yeah. That's that. If you if you don't owe anybody anything, you owe your child.
0: That's yep.
3: it. Yep. <coughs> and honestly, I'm I'm proud to owe her. You OD. know, that's that's one of the that's one of the most like that's the most beautiful debt I can have in this uh-huh, life. Absolutely. That's the I, most beautiful debt I can have in his life. And I think that's something that you feel when like you put the work in to the point where you feel like yo, I have something to offer you. OD. Like I'm glad that I got you under OD. the wing so that I could really mold you and help you grow and you know, like be the best you could be. Like I feel equipped to do nice. it. So it's like I can't wait. Like, yes. Hey. <laughs>
2: This is, like, so inspiring for me because just because, like I've said before, like, I've been fortunate enough to have my dad in my life. And so what I'm noticing as I get older is that, unfortunately, my friends haven't been you know lucky as lucky mm-hmm. as i have mm-hmm. so being able to see fathers like y'all who are super active who you know love your your children no matter what put them mm-hmm. first prioritize them um it really gives me hope so i really really am That's loving dope. this conversation i appreciate yeah. this and we need more of this
3: we need more women like you as well that were oh, raised you. with their dad you yeah. know because it turns out great yeah. as we can see <laughs> thank <laughs> you i appreciate that
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> um so just kind of switching up a little bit um, to talk about something that's trending. So, yeah. as we've as we've been seeing, um, Drake has been in the news obviously a lot um, for Pusha T's, like yeah. that whole thing. I don't really want to talk about that. Shut I that wanna... mean down. <laughs> he just
1: had to say that, right? He just had to let it be known. He just
2: had to say that because yeah. he hates Drake.
1: You are hiding a child.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, Push. <laughs> So, yeah, so, but one thing I have noticed about Drake is he has this like slight addiction to like botch body internet stars. Like, this girl he was just like seeing with the other day, what's her name? Zamina Orr is like a. Zimina? Her cake is crazy though. I can't it's, even lie. It's you can ridiculous. definitely eat off of that. It, you Absolutely. literally, like, I when e 40 seconds, he can sit a cup on her booty. He can sit a cup on her booty. I, would, <laughs> she, he I, her I booty. feel like I would I would
3: <laughs> catch something if I ate off that. Like,
2: yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't
3: look healthy. It, it looks crazy. It doesn't look healthy. I know. You know how much tissue she probably uses to yeah. try to make yeah. sure yeah, that I'm, it's healthy. You ain't, ain't seen the picture where she looked. Her
1: whole wrist was in
3: her butt. That was her? Yeah. I saw that picture, but I thought that was Another person. It was nasty. Yeah, no. It doesn't even make sense. Drake got. The, you know, he got the weird.
0: He has this like
2: weird fetish. Yeah. And, and I mean, even with his baby moms, like, she, like, you know, she so obviously knows got. Better. Yeah. She obviously got surgery. Yeah, um, so, got, I mean, like, it's, yeah. it's this weird thing. But, like, I did want to ask you, and I'm not trying to sound like weird, <laughs> but you have to think about how your children are going to be when they grow up.
0: Yeah, how do you? How
2: would you feel if your daughters came to you and were like, yeah, I'm getting my boobs done or I'm getting ass shots, I'm getting cosmetic surgery because I'm not happy with myself? What would you say to your daughter? I feel daughter? like I
3: failed as a father. Yeah, the first thing I would say really? is where the fuck did I yeah. go wrong? But
2: maybe she just wants to, like, look better. Maybe she just I mean, doesn't feel confident about her small breasts and that's, if she wants to that's get what a I'm boob or something.
1: I'd feel like I failed as a father because I would, I'd want to instill in her, no matter, like, your physical build, you're beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's corny as that may sound, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's if you corny. feel like you if you feel, if you feel like you have to go elsewhere to
3: add to yourself, then I I did something wrong as a father. Mm. Like the has, most cliche things, honestly, are the things that are being missed. Like, yeah. If, like the th- those are the the root. You know, that's like that root belief that you need to have, just my, so those bad you know things don't sprout. Those, those, yeah. And yeah, my daughter
1: cannot communicate verbally. You know, as we would as adults. But I tell her every day Like I'm holding I'm like yo You're smart You're beautiful mm-hmm. And I make sure to say She's smart before beautiful Because I don't want her To put mm-hmm. physical Over her mental mm-hmm. And so I tell her She's smart She's beautiful she, you know Whatever Her little, yeah, so her little gummy smile uh-huh. all that. She don't even know What
2: she's saying Yeah she, she doesn't But eventually When I do life, say it
1: so. She will understand And yeah. so it's like I don't I don't want her To go outside To find what she needs To find within Yeah Like that beauty Like you could say Beauty skin deep Everything like that But I want her to know what you have inside of you, nobody can add to that.
0: No, you're and right.
1: You are 100. You people could supplement it. They can't add to that 100. Mm-hmm. You could be 110, mm-hmm. but you can't be any less than that 100. You are you. Mm-hmm. Like, you go get your butt, your butt done. You go get your titties done. You're gonna be out here looking like Kim Kardashian. Every time Beyonce posts a picture, you need that ego drive, so you are gonna post something. Like I don't I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And so she had like I I want to feel like my job is done when she feels like she's whole. Like she's complete. There's nothing in this world that could complete
3: her. I think it's like a blurred line between, um, like making yourself look better in certain ways that are like acceptable. Because you know, like every day, you know, women do makeup, things like that. That's great you know and that's a way of in some form like altering what your natural appearance is like to some extent it's a small extent but it's it like is a, an extent it's like we love cut. it though it's not it's like i'm not cut. speaking down on it i'm just saying that it's a spectrum of like how what extent you will go to actually alter your physical natural appearance oh, yeah. Yeah. and like so makeup is something that's great that's like widely acceptable whatever but then we get into the like okay now you're getting like silicone and like and now you're having surgery and I, and i think that's it's also a spectrum of how confident you are in yourself as well, and Definitely. I think that the further you know, the further you go down that rabbit hole, you get to situations like that. It's, um, it's beyond your I, control. But I point. also think that there's a machine. You know, there's like a social media machine. There's like a like a conditioning machine that slowly works on us to make us feel like it is okay to just. I don't know, go under the knife, yeah, because it's, it's not a natural. No, nah, it's yeah, definitely, I don't it's, think it's a natural thing. It's like, definitely I don't think acceptable, humans but would decide to do that,
1: even <laughs> then, even with the condition and everything like that. If my daughter felt like she had to do that, I'd still feel like I felt as a father because I want to instill on in her, like everybody here, you have some level of stubbornness where you feel like there's nothing nobody can tell you mm-hmm. or anybody. I, I apologize, I, I don't like. Speed, Double negative Yeah <laughs> But there's nothing That anybody can tell you That will change your Thought process on anything Like there's nothing In this life shit That somebody could tell me In the example That Drake can rap
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like there's nothing You could tell me I listen to 20 Like you can give me a song I listen There's nothing you could tell me I want her to be so Full in her conviction That she's beautiful That she could see Surgery Dr. Miami On TV every day And she'd be like Fuck all that bullshit
0: mm-hmm. I'm me Mm-hmm.
1: And so the conditioning, I understand, and I get it. We get conditioned every day. There's propaganda on TV all the time. But if if it's anything that she's confident in, she's confident in herself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, with the makeup, I look at makeup like I look at my clothes. I wear my clothes because yeah, what I, right you on. know, what's acceptable, what you know, what people feel is palatable, What you can accept. What's easy to, t- was easy on the eyes. And so women. If they feel like a cut crease to make them look better with some little foundation, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Everybody, you know, kind of accepts some little societal norm and things like that. Yeah, we
3: get haircuts. You know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, we get a shape up. You read the Bible. Yeah, they tell the you don't cut makeup. your
1: beard. I shape my beard up all the time. I don't <laughs> exactly. got a full beard. I got a little goatee. And, and whatever, we were but.
3: given, like, a, an acceptable shape up for how it's supposed to look in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you did, like, a widespread investigation and just, like, dug into all of these women's lives who have those type of like situations where they want to go under the knife mm-hmm. to that extent like really bad and you know I think you can kind of see how those thoughts probably were able to you know arise mm-hmm. like when you look at the upbringing when you look at you know whether this person was like coached to believe that they are great and they could do anything like you can you can you know when you look back you can see, all right, you know, something was missed here that would have kind of yeah. allowed you to have like a low self-esteem in this aspect. You know, Yeah. I think you could see it. So, oh, I feel you.
2: yep. Oh, so how are you guys celebrating Father's Day on Sunday? I'm, it's your first one. I'm
1: going one. to the. National African American Museum. Oh, that's fire! With my daughter, I'm dying so. to go. that's a that goal. And a got, good we got we got matching polo teddy bear tees. <laughs> it's not matching. I got the red one. She got the white and the pink. But oh, we're gonna, okay. we gonna take our little picture on. I'm yes. posting on Twitter like yes, I always it's do. Yeah, about to go viral. But um, yeah, we going down
3: there for that. I got tickets specifically for that day. So that's so
0: cute. Have
3: fun. Nice. Thanks. um Nash? my girl is in the surprises. So. I actually don't know what I'm doing. Um, mm. I feel oh, like she's planning it for you. She's oh, a, she's a planner, that. you know. So she's yeah. you know she's trying to figure something out. I think she's cooking something up. Yeah. I know, she's probably doing something right now. Like she was glad that I came here tonight. <laughs> oh Yes, now I get yeah. to work on it. Aww. So you know we'll figure it out. We'll see yeah. what happens on Sunday. I'm sure there'll be something
0: though. Yeah. Cool. Well,
2: I hope that you also enjoy your Father's Day as yes. well. I yes. wish that mine was coming down. I tried to convince him, but come down. From, um, oh, I'm from upstate New York. I'm from oh, Albany. Okay, so it's like a three-hour drive. Okay. Um. Yeah. Five one eight. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, no, he went to school oh, okay. in Albany. That's how we oh, okay. met. So. Okay. Cool. Um. So yeah, but he is super into golf, and he has a tournament. So he's decided to put the tournament overseeing his daughter. So. Father's gotta. Yeah. It's
3: father's,
1: father's Day. here. it's Father's Day, but father I, don't I, don't wanna my father. I gotta leave it up to him. Like, I that
2: Facetime <laughs> I was face like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have something. a brunch for you, Dad." <laughs> he was like, eh, "I have a golf tournament, so Damn. but I'll see you later, babe." <laughs> so yeah, um, so just wrapping up. Um, thank you so much for coming on this show. Like, I really wish like, this conversation it. was longer. No like, problem, yeah, no I could problem. talk to y'all all day. Yeah, like, we definitely could. And like I said, I am. We have to. Yes, definitely, we have you know, to. There has to be like a. This is divine two. intervention. Right <laughs> this is, and you guys have to have a play date. That's a fact. You definitely have to. Let me know how that goes. I think <laughs> that'd be beautiful. Um, but like I said, I really appreciate uh, men like you. We need more men like you. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Um, I love you. I appreciate you so. so thank, thank, you. thank you. Again for for coming on here. My God bless. Ones. God bless. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. So um, just to wrap up. Make sure that you are subscribing and rating this podcast to make subscribe. sure that it keeps going. i subscribe yes, today. Five stars only. Put okay?
1: that drink on there now. Right, now. right.
2: Please. Um, oh, also the huge announcement. I forgot. So, um, I,
0: <laughs>
2: so I am throwing my first bonnets and durag party. Here in New York City, um, so the Bonnets and do-rags pillow talk party is happening on Saturday, July 7th uh, uh, uh. at Atwood Sports Bar and Lounge. Um, and so you know I love a good theme party, so you have to come with your bonnet or your do-rag to be let in. And if you don't have it, that's cool. But you know what? It's going to be a $7 donation uh, at the door that fund that continues to fund this podcast. So Even if you come in with a do-rag or a and you still want to donate to the, the B&D podcast, that would be awesome. I know
1: silkies are the thing, but polys will be accepted.
2: Yes, you're right. Polys will be accepted. Polys I don't discriminate, accepted. okay? I understand. You want to get a little $2 polys? That's okay. That <laughs> polys is okay. get the world. Well but you have to have something. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right.
3: <laughs> you ain't right at all.
2: But yeah, so I hope to um, see you guys on the seventh for the Bonnets and Do Rags party. I'm in again. It. Thank you, Naj and Jordan, for coming through. Gotcha. Um, so make sure that you follow us on social media. My Instagram is via Simone. My Twitter is via Simone underscore. And the um, social media handles for this podcast is Bonnets Do Rags, um, and hashtag is hashtag Bonnets and Do Rags. So yeah, um, so. Thank you again for coming, and thank you all for listening. And until next time, I'll talk to you all later.
1: Hey, adios.